Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. My name is Stephen Beckman. I'm the chief executive nobody of the Mesh News Project. The Mesh News Project is the mothership of the Pro 2.0 podcast. You can hear more episodes of the Pro 2.0 podcast without an app at the address of podcasts with an S, podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero spelled out, that's Z-E-R-O. So that's podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. There's also some companion videos we have for the, the COINTELPRO 2.0, and that is at videos with an S, videos dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then Z-E-R-O dot com, as well as just the online resource center that is COINTELPRO, the number two, and then ZERO.com. That is a great resource with articles and videos and podcasts all in one. And that is for people who are targets of gang stalking, mobbing, workplace harassment, um, tips and tricks and strategies for whistleblowers and government leakers and even journalists who might be under the thumb of oppressive means or uh, a large group of people who would employ these tactics even on the corporate side, seeing as COINTELPRO 2.0 tactics are also used on targets that, you know, a corporation might deem as a threat or what have you. And since the commercialization of the military industrial complex, these services are available to those who run in those kinds of circles. So visit the website, check out the resource. That's COINTELPRO, the number two, ZERO.com. Hey, you guys, I just want to go ahead and give you a really quick tip. And that is for how um, a tool used to harass a person digitally um, is how it works essentially. And I know I mentioned, you know, I had two literal whole episodes about AI and COINTELPRO, but, um, I just want to give you like formulaically what it is so you can be like, oh, okay. Cause perhaps maybe I didn't describe that, but I mean, I'm constantly harassed by this stuff, but first you get your whole like wake up Neo moment. And it's not as romantic as that. They'll usually do something like, um, like with me, um, mine was on Reddit and there was like literally every comment was being generated. It was being generated almost in real time. And, um, they were describing what I was doing, etc. So it is like an AI. Um, but it's also commanded by someone. Think of think of like a Tesla. It's like a self-driving car. It's AI. But at any moment, the driver can take hold of the steering wheel and get very personal. And anybody who's worked with AI, like ChatGPTs, etc., you understand. You eventually you begin to uh, notice what an uh, artificial intelligence response looks like, um, etc. The best way I can describe it is first you're put into a filter bubble where every bit of your correspondence, um, your emails, 
what's in your recommended feeds, etc., on all social platforms. And it's based usually off of like your MEID on your phone. So it doesn't even matter if you have like an account signed in or not signed in. Although that does trigger the system. I have noticed when I've signed in on laptops of other people's computers, etc., I've noticed the system working. Um, but, uh, it definitely uses identifiers. Sorry, I'm being chased by a couple of, not so much chased. They're just bugaboos. They just get paid to fucking follow me everywhere. I'm just trying to get away. Anyways. Um, but yeah, essentially you're put in this filter bubble and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's based off like your MEID, um, but if you do sign in with an account that's attached to already something that I guess you would call it flagged on someone else's computer or what have you, um, it'll then like capture that uh, laptop's you know IP or MAC address or what have you, and then that's a known machine. And then like literally everything on that Wi-Fi, etc., will most likely be hacked. So they'll use like the smart TV and the cable coming in. And their smart devices, like, it's it just kind of like, oh, he's there. And then it implements that whole ghost in the machine shit I'm talking about. But ultimately, how I want to describe it is, like, imagine you're in a filter bubble. And if you don't know what a filter bubble is, it's basically like they put you in, like, jail. You know what I'm saying? And this, like, and your internet experience is a highly filtered one. Highly monitored, etc. Um, now, filter bubbles can be used to sell you products based off of your accounts that you have signed in, etc. But ultimately, it also um, can essentially put you in like, yeah, shadow ban mode or what have you. So it puts you in the fil- it puts you in like the filter bubble, and then inside the filter bubble, um, after you have your like wake up Neo moment. Most likely it'll be creepy. It won't be romanticized. Once you have your filter bubble, once you have your whole wake, uh, your your wake up Neo moment, which is basically what they'll do is they'll just let you know that hey, we can come, we can control everything about your internet experience. Doesn't matter what platform you go to, what website, what have you. We can control everything about your phone, etc. Because all these backdoors, etc., are built into the operating system. That's iOS, Android, Windows, Mac. It's built into the back of them, which is why just literally being a Linux user can put you on a Homeland Security watch list. Um, not to say they don't they don't have exploits for that. So first, you're made well aware as to the reach that this whole, like I said, it's kind of like a harassment AI. Um, but, you know what I'm saying... Regardless, anyways, so yeah, but, so they'll put you inside the filter bubble, it'll be based off your phone's MEID, there they are, I knew they were going to show up eventually, um, MEID or whatever, and, um, now your internet, it's going to be a tailored experience, and they will demonstrate this through a couple of stunts, and even if you have screen recorder apps or what have you, I've had screen recorder apps screen recording some of this shit that they do. They will just make them fail. They will just they will just make the apps error out. They'll make them not not work anymore. Um, 
it's crazy. It's crazy how the operating systems are now built with these pre-made backdoors for the NSA, etc. So you can't capture when they are harassing you. Ultimately, being like how cops will try to destroy footage, etc. And the NSA is probably one of the most massively employed government agencies because a large, substantial amount of their reach is done by IT contractors. And these contractors have been found to be committing extortion, um, fucking uh, stalking and harassing their ex-boyfriends and love prospects and just doing really immature, very psycho shit. And it's not very well regulated. And essentially... Um, because of the government's paranoia, it's built in this whole um, environment where the government can massively overstep their bounds and just wipe every bit of evidence of it ever happening, which allows their the this whole it's like a whole technocratic class of people. Because you have to, I mean, let me see, let me just let me just get on the Google machine. How many NSA employees? Yeah, 500,000 contractors. 500,000 contractors can access the NSA database and data hordes. Okay, so yeah, 500,000 employees. So half a million people. And what happens is, is these contract, like the NSA just trusts these little contractors and think of them like little pods scattered across the United States. Uh, they just trust them to be lawful people. And which is why there are cases like Tiversa, and those are just people who get caught, and uh, et cetera. So crime can happen now, and these people have massive amounts of access. They can delete traces uh, that you were, they were ever there because the government already wants them there, and it's being massively exploited. And unfortunately, when they're committing crimes or even harassing you, they have ability to like wipe the data trail completely. Um, and it's, there's no oversight and these people, um, are, um, they're already paid a substantial amount. People who become NSA contractors, etc. Oh, here they go. Here, now here's another one coming back. They're so curious what I'm doing. I'm doing such top secret things always. It's at night. It's basically just a bunch of cartel goons who fucking smoke meth. So it's a bunch of fucking tweakers that follow me at night, but whatever. But there's no oversight. And they can just delete the trail of anything ever happening ever, ever um, from your computer. They can make it so you can't record it happening. Like, um, you know how important body cameras are for cops? Like there needs to be the equivalent of that for NSA contractors because it's so widely abused and when the government commits abuses or people working on behalf of the government they can just wipe it clean like i told you i was at the fbi and 
essentially a guy came in there and told me, you know what I'm saying? They're going to make my life fucking worse. If I come back here telling about all these crazy things that are, you know, that they're doing to abuse their, their authority and their power, etc. So like, yeah. But anyways, you'll get like a wake up Neo thing. They'll show you how far they can go. They'll do creepy shit on your Alexa. They'll do creepy shit on your TV. Like I said, they were doing real time deep fakes, um, where they were having like fucking Wolf Blitzer talking about what I was doing at the moment, making comments about my outfits, etc. But if they're real time deep fakes, they're deep fake puppets. They use these AI voice models. You have to understand the U.S. government, all this AI that's being developed or coming out now, it's fake. It's been around for a for at least 10 years before this. And now they're just rolling it out mainstream and they have all these fake fucking companies or these companies, you know, I have a whole podcast on how they get somebody to make it feel like it's their idea, etc. Uh, because the U.S. government doesn't release something out to the public unless they already know how it can be weaponized. It's just, it's bad business. Do you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't, you wouldn't give somebody a license, right? Unless you knew that they could obey the traffic laws and symbols and you made sure that there was already like a whole infrastructure there so the car can be driven safely, etc. So what's going on with AIs? It's like a it's like a play. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they're it's this stuff has already been advanced, this stuff has already been developed, etc. But the public you have to carry the public with you. And this was a totally new thing to the public, etc. But like I said, they use this stuff to do some horribly traumatic things to me uh, and enhanced uh, torture, etc. Um, using the system on me. But just, you'll have a wake up Neo moment. I'm sorry I went off on that tangent. There's just, but just understand that you're not gonna, if you record these guys doing something, it is because they, you caught them slipping hard. Like, they can erase things from the internet. Like if they reached out to you to harass you over the internet, um, they can erase the history of, like I said, I remember how that one guy told you, picked me up from the Uber and just fucking spent 20 minutes telling me how none of them, none of them, none of them who have been doing this fucked up shit to me are going to go to jail, etc. Like it was one of the people who was abusing me. Um, and then like he dropped me off. I fucking saw the money leave my bank account because I get all the notices on my phone. I saw his name. I screenshotted his name, etc. And then, like, I went to my doctor's appointment and I got, I looked back at my phone. It scrubbed my phone completely. That, that ride ever happened. My money was returned in my account. Um, the screenshots that I took of this guy with his face, etc. Because he had to make this fake profile because I guess these contractors wanted to send me like a message like bro it doesn't you know we could fuck with you as much as we want we can do all this illegal shit nothing's gonna happen to us and he was just trying to puff up on me but he also wanted to scrub that he that that conversation etc even happened so just understand it's gonna be extremely difficult you're if anything you know the best way i can feel like the way you're gonna capture any of this shit happening your wake up neo moments or them pushing the technology to let you know where they can communicate and harass you it's purely for harassment purely for harass because they want you running the cops and saying crazy shit like my fucking computers and my ais is talking it's not they're just hacking all of your things and you know what i'm saying you don't you can't run a you can't run a social media platform you can't build a piece of technology that's mainstream and it to do numbers etc unless you play by the rules of the u.s government 
So there's all these back doors built into fucking everything. Um, and so, yeah, they'll fucking do real-time deepfakes on your TV to harass you. And, you know what I'm saying? They'll use audio, they'll use an audio, AI audio model of a celebrity to say crazy things. It's to make you fucking go nuts. Um, they will fucking have your Alexa say creepy things. You'll just be sleeping and all of a sudden Alexa will start saying shit like, you know, you're never gonna, you know, you know, you're, we're never gonna let you, uh, let you leave. Right. You know that this is never gonna end. Like literally that shit happened to me. Like they would have it wake me up in the middle of the night, say creepy shit like that to me. It's so fucked up, but they do this ghost of machine shit. And like I said, it's like your wake up Neil moment. But essentially what they do is they show you how far they can reach you. And so at any moment of any time, you know possibly what could be happening as a tailored experience to you. And essentially they put you in this filter bubble. And think of it now, you're in a filter bubble, but think of how... um, after they, what's it called? They, you know what I'm saying? After they show you how far they could go, right? We can fucking hack your car because they did it to my fucking car. They would hack my car. They constantly turning my fucking car off in the middle of intersections to show me that they could fucking kill me whenever they want, I guess. I guess that's what it's for. Who knows? But they're just constantly now, my car is just now constantly getting turned off in the middle of intersections, specifically just intersections, um, while traffic is flowing, etc. And they did this for a while with um, the radiation zapping things, um, because they also want to let me know, they want to communicate to me that they could fucking have somebody just shoot me wherever. Um, and it's kind of like, has like a double meaning, you know what I'm saying? Like, we can fucking, we can cap you wherever, bro. You know what I'm saying? We'll just blame it on some crazy guy. We'll say a homeless guy did it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of that kind of they're trying to check you. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, my fucking car is, like, hacked. Um, unfortunately. It fucking sucks because I thought I bought an old enough car, but apparently they plugged something into this shit, bro. Like, it's so fucked up. But, like, yeah, like, probably, like, five. And it's only in the middle of intersections. They're cutting my car off. You've, you've, you've heard a lot about those Vault 7 leaks from WikiLeaks where they show that the CIA have software that can basically control your car, hack your car's computer, etc. Um, older cars that aren't fly-by-wire, I'm understanding what they can do then is just use those Vault 7 CIA car hacks to essentially shut your car off whenever they want. You know, and they can make that happen in strategic places, especially if they have a GPS on you, especially if they have eyes on you. Do you know what I'm saying? But specifically, they've just been shutting my car off in the middle of intersections. Like, they did it like five times already. Like They're just doing it to flex what can happen. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like letting your captive know how big their fucking cell is. Do you know what I'm saying? Letting a captive know how long their chain is around their ankle. Super fucking creepy shit, homie. But anyways... So they're going to put you in a filter bubble. They're going to let you know in all sorts of ways. They're just going to, it'll be like a surprise. I know I've mentioned some of this, but I wanted to, to communicate the process and, um, and how, it's, how it's worked and the ideas of the inner workings of it because there is no fucking, nobody is 
there's 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 no like leak of this or what have you, but I can tell you how they're using this system on me, and I know how it works because I've been A B testing the fuck out of it. And these people who are abusing it are extremely e uh like their egos are out of control. Um and they feel like no matter what they do, they're not gonna get in trouble. Um they're constantly wiping you know, if I get like a if I get like a little bit of proof of something or what have you, they'll fucking wipe it. They'll steal. They'll have somebody drug me so they can steal all the memory cards of the shit that I'm trying to store off my phone or computer that I managed to capture or what. Like, it's crazy. Anyways, they put you in a filter bubble. A filter bubble is it's controlled information. It feels like you have access to the full internet, but you don't. They control your search results. I've gone over this in other podcasts. Um, but they put you in the filter bubble. Then they let you know all the ways that they can harass you. Different devices, your fucking Alexa, your smart TV, um, your phone, laptops, everything. Everything connected in the connected world. I mean, like I said, they're even starting to let me know, like, bro, we can fucking kill you. We can have it look like your car just shut off at an intersection. It's like a flex. They're trying to fucking put a leash on me, trying to make me heal. Anyways, um, but uh, yeah, so they put you in the filter bubble. They let you know how how far you know, the walls of your, the invisible walls of your prison, I guess, best way to call it. And then remember how I told you how they like essentially program a, a language into you using Pavlovian conditioning through abuse, usually by radiate blast of radiation, just like with the dog and a clicker. Eventually the dog realizes that, um, you know, oh, this means this, or this means, you know, through trial and error, but instead they use pain and they use the pain of, of getting hit by radiation. And they even call you their dog. Um, these people in the intelligence community, they just, they are trash, sociopathic trash. And there's no, absolutely no, um, what do you call it? There's no like checks and balances to keep them in check because the government rather just these guys do the job of collecting a whole bunch of shit instead of, oh, here's two now. Um, but yeah, they're just, they're just piles of shit. There's just a lot of people in the intelligence community, especially the people who do this shit as a service, harassing people, etc. on behalf of the U S government for COINTELPRO, they're piles of shit. They enjoy their work. They're shitty people. You wouldn't get into a job where you're psychologically abusing the fuck out of people if you didn't enjoy it and you weren't like a fucking sociopathic piece of shit. Right. They say, do what you love. So if you love to hurt people and treat them like doormats and trash and get paid to do it, that's the kind of person you're dealing with. That's the people I'm dealing with. And they're extremely sociopathic because they're just allowed to do just astronomically questionable things to targets or people on the shit list, government shit list. Anyways, back to it. So they put you in a filter bubble. They let you know how far your prison is. Um, they program that language into you, right? Right. That, uh, that, 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 uh, um, trauma-based association. 
And then since you now know that these things can all be used to essentially um, use to harass you, you also understand that there are also now open lines of communication. There's lots of ways to communicate non-verbally. I mean, shit, birds do it with fucking feathers and dances and stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just a numerous ways. And eventually, like, just like with a dog and a noise and a treat, et cetera, you'd be like, oh, okay, that's what this means. But instead, they do it with, like, little minute blasts of radiation. So now these devices and your internet experience... And your TV, ads you watch, etc. Can all be used now to communicate something. Especially after they programmed this whole fucking like associative based language in you. And um, the best way I can put it is besides having to know the language and how it's structured. Which I've already explained on Crypto Academy. Is think of it like... You know how Bumblebee communicates in Transformers? Excellent. Now think everything that these people do becomes like that. And they use the tactic of conclusive ambushing, which I have a whole podcast on. You should be listening to these podcasts from the very first one all the way to the end. So if you're listening to these podcasts towards the end of the list and you're skipping, etc., like... If you want to learn all of this shit and how it works. And yes, unfortunately, it's part of my journey too. You should be listening starting at the beginning. And I understand it's like 400 pockets, but you're going to be learning this crazy um, skill set. Oh, bro, there's a guy right over there too. He ain't going to fucking harass me to get the fuck out of here, dog. Anyways, yeah, there's some fucking asshole. So anyways, um, so they do these, like, it's like Bumblebee. Think of it like Bumblebee. You know how Bumblebee talks? Like, you don't know what he's saying, but you have the idea and the theme and what they're trying to say, you know, by the music he's playing or what, right, right? Now think of that instead. Now it's audio and visual, and it's got that rules-based system to it. So... Because communication has to have structure, has to have past tense, forward tense. It's got to have lots of things. Um, but anyways, so just understand that's essentially how, how it is. Think about it like first they're going to put you in a filter bubble. So they're going to control every bit of shit that comes in. And there's an AI that manages it, that, that drives the car essentially. So if these people want to communicate something to you, I imagine they just type into it like a, like a, just like an AI, you know what I'm saying? Does like a fucking, like open AI, you can just type in a prompt. So you can just be like, Hey, say this to this guy. And essentially what it does is it tailors your internet experience through all your devices, etc., using conclusive ambushing techniques and surrounds you with a, conc- a, a conclusive, uh, congruent theme to communicate an idea, etc. And if you're not picking up on it, or if time is of the essence, or etc., they will often use radiation or 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 you know trauma-based triggers to essentially wake you up to make you hyper pay attention. Um, if time is of the essence, etc. 
So that's essentially how it works. And like I said, at any point in time, these guys could take control of this system because it is hyper automated by AI, the audio and visual and conclusive ambushing. Because the way the brain works, it's not like really like a mystery, especially conclusive ambushing. I mean, it's like playing Pictionary, if anything. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's even a Pictionary game right now that is that guesses what you drew with AI. AI. It's like a whole new way of doing Pictionary. You point to your phone app at the screen and you now play Pictionary where you draw something and the AI has to guess it. But like, it's like playing Pictionary. You know, you have to like, you can't communicate the idea to someone, but you can describe it with like words and, you know, picture, I mean, with pictures and stuff, right? Right. So you, so now you understand, yes, you can communicate a theme without actually communicating with somebody. Perfect. So, but think of like how Bumblebee talks in the movie Transformers, but your whole internet experience is doing that in real time. And this AI essentially, I, like I said, I imagine they're probably saying, say this to this guy and it uses the whole breadth of the internet, right? It'll find posts that are related to that theme, et cetera. It pulls data from the whole worldwide web and then it'll populate your feeds. It'll populate your... Um, yeah, all sorts of shit. Um, and it'll adjust your algorithms, etc. But all social media accounts, all social media platforms, your whole everything. And so, but at the same time, these guys can just take command of it. And then it can get a lot more personal, a lot more direct. And if you pay attention to it, you'll start to understand when... Like somebody from, you know, whatever the contractors were, takes control of it in like quickly or almost in real time. Just like if you're driving your Tesla car and it's driving itself, but then you got to, then you want to do something. Do you know what I'm saying? You just take over. Um, And then obviously it, you know what I'm saying? If you are observing the car from the outside, you probably notice a difference in how it drives all of a sudden, right? So you start to notice and pick up on those things and like... The people I have babysitting me, bro, they're fucking crazy salty. They're very, they're very, they're very mean, etc. Like I said, they literally call you their dog because they know what they did to you on behalf of the U.S. government. But regardless, that's the gist of it. And so that's kind of how it works, etc. And um, I think it sucks that this system exists. And it can be used, especially for people in COINTELPRO, because now what they're doing to you is they're creating a situation where, and like I said, the Department of Homeland Security is very intimately involved in this shit. In fact, I'm pretty sure that they're heading up the new iteration of COINTELPRO. But ultimately, there's no checks and balances, and these people are very malicious, um... They instigate lots of things and, you know, you might see me on Facebook or Twitter or all the other platforms and I'll be interacting with it. And usually it's when I notice that these people take the helms of these, of these tools and it's almost like communicating in real time. And, um, yeah, believe it or not, lots of feds who are undercover, uh, use this same system, believe it or not, because you, if you're an undercover fed and let's say you're fucking embedded with the cartel or you're embedded with a bunch of 
criminals or like, you know, a Russian cell and they don't know that you're not really not a Russian or whatever. Like you can't, they, they're probably going to hack your phone to make sure and vet you. Right. So if you can't have messages sent to your phone, they use the very same system to actually literally talk to feds. And since feds know how it works as well, what happens is, and undercover, and from what I'm understanding, some more advanced undercover cops are beta testing this software, etc. is they understand the themes, etc. It's like I said, it's like, it's not hard. I mean, you've ever watched the movie Transformers and Bumblebee's trying to communicate an idea with a fucking series of songs. Like, you're like, you obviously understand what the hell he's talking about, right? Okay. So, like, yeah, so believe it or not, feds use this system, but since they're aware of it and they're using it for their job, you don't have to abuse the dog shit out of them to understand how it works. Um, something I just, you have to understand these people are very malicious, shitty people. Anyways, um, so yeah, so this same system, it's got multiple uses. It's not just for COINTELPRO, but people who are in COINTELPRO, you may not understand like what you are experiencing is a piece of software that like the FBI and Department of Homeland Security uses for their agents. It's because if you're embedded with somebody, you can't have text messages communicating things. Do you know what I'm saying? And the way that this is, it's this system is even more encrypted is the fact that every person before they go out into the field, they have their own version of that like language. So like symbols will mean different things to different people. Do you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like the word uh, pineapple um, is is ananas. I think it's called ananas. And almost every language, but in English and a couple other languages, pineapple isn't the same word. But it's almost sounds the same in almost every other language except for different languages. Think about that the same way. So you can have 10 different agents... And then when you show them like a purple monkey or there's a purple, there's a monkey wearing a purple garment in the video or what have you, it has a different meaning for somebody else. And you just make sure before you, before they leave training that they have the general uh, basis for lots of their language, how they're going to be communicated. Right. So that's how they keep it like encrypted. So it's not like there's the base level crypto shit that. You know what I'm saying? Lots of people in the civilian crypto community know about, but um, this system can be more personalized to more people. That being said, getting back to it, I want you to understand how the bones of it works, how it's implemented, etc. Um, and that, you know, believe it or not, this, um, these, uh, these, the, these groups like um, the Pentagon's private army that got, what's it called, declassified by that Newsweek story, how the guy found out it existed. It took him like two years of investigation where there's like 70,000 private intelligence contractors all living under fake names, etc., scattered in massive cells throughout the United States for, um, um, large scale operations where like large populations of people are needed to complete a task. Much like the shit going down here in San Diego. Where nearly like, where I would say a large majority of the central worker jobs, if they're not taken up by the cartel, is by a fuck ton of these 
um, signature reduction people. Um, but, uh, yeah. Anyways, I just want to let you know how the system works, etc. Um, and you know what I'm saying? Because I think I was, I described all the things, but it, how the overall system, the mechanics work, etc. wasn't very well, um, explained. And, um, yeah. But, uh, and we talked a little bit about Vault 7, which I think is important. Because the Vault 7 leaks from WikiLeaks, by the way. Free Assange, Free Snowden, um, David McBride, unfortunately, is going to have to, he's going to have to, um, plead guilty to plead guilty if you're not following these political prisoners um david mcbride is an australian soldier that saw afghani war crimes uh uh, war crimes committed in afghanistan by australian soldiers and he reported it and then i believe he leaked it to the press because it wasn't there was nothing happening when he reported it and uh now he has to plead guilty because australia a lot of people don't know Australia was cooped by the CIA back in the 70s. There's a little history lesson for you. Yeah, Australia is basically a CIA puppet government. There was something called the Constitutional Crisis that happened in the 70s. You can look it up. Australia Constitutional Crisis, where the CIA and the UK worked together to essentially coup the Australian government. And since then, Australia has been a puppet government for the CIA, believe it or not. A lot of people don't know that. Anyways, um, but David McBride reported war crimes. Nothing happened. He reported to the press. And now he looks like he's going to lose. <sighs> Anyways, so getting back to it, uh, what I was talking about with Assange is uh, he had something called, the WikiLeaks had something called the Vault 7 leaks, and in the Vault 7 leaks, there was all these ways that the CIA can hack, like, your TV and your car, etc. And, I mean, when you see, like, I don't know, today is the, is it's literally Thanksgiving Day um, in 2023, and there was this story of this car that cur- that went crazy and off a of rainbow bridge over the um by the Canadian US border. But essentially that's what Vault 7 can do. The Vault 7 software or the Vault 7 leaks where they talk about that CIA software, they could take control of your fucking car. If they think you're gonna leak information or you're an embedded get person and they found out that you were leaking information to the press or other people, etc. Like I'm not saying that's what that was, but I'm just saying that's a capability it has where it can just take your car and fucking cur- make it, you know what I'm saying? It just will just drive your fucking car and blast it off the edge of a fucking cliff or what have you. Um, it's really scary. It's really scary. So, I'm not saying that's what that was, but I am saying that that's what it's capable of. Remember that one that they were like, oh, it was a Palestinian terrorist attack and da 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 da. Yeah. But, what the CIA can do and other intelligence agencies is they can essentially, if your car is a newer car, take your car or even not like a newer car, just how com- connected your computer is to your other systems. And it can send your car careening off a fucking in a, in a fiery explosion if it wants to. It can, um, like they're doing to me, trying to flex that 
they could fucking kill me in my car is they've now done it literally like five times. They just shut my car off in the middle of intersections on purpose um, to give me enough of a fright to let me know, like, motherfucker, we have all sorts of ways of making this, you know, deleting you, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck, my life sucks. <laughs> Fuck, it fucking sucks. Goddamn, I'm fucking holding it down, homie. Anyways, uh, I've been getting radiation poisoning, like, nonstop, like, this past fucking month. And it's crazy, too, like, because I have, like, the locals fucking with me, and it's like, I was just up in Orange County, and I was getting fucked up, in a whole nother county, I was getting people fucking with me. So I had to come back down to San Diego County. They're still fucking with me. It doesn't have any idea. It doesn't matter where I go. It doesn't matter where I go. What are you going to do? Anyways, um, yeah, I just want to let you know how the system works, how it's structured, essentially, how it can runs off AI and it literally pulls data from the Internet to construct these themes and ideas to communicate. Like I said, think of it like Bumblebee. Um, but the AI is pulling live data, etc., and then curating your playlists, uh, curating your your uh, news feeds, uh, etc. And it's purely like if you're not a government official or what have you, and you're in COINTELPRO, it's purely for a harassment kind of way. They use it in a lot of good cop, bad cop kind of ways. It's purely for mental anguish or communicating, you know, what they want you to do and you better fucking follow the rules, etc. Like, and, uh, yeah, but that's a uh, that's a little that's literally how it's structured, how it works, etc. I imagine it's very dumbed down on the um, contractor side what they have to do. I think it's just like a prompt, you know what I'm saying? Like communicate this to this person, and then it just like and automatically when you're going on the internet, you know, no matter what platform on Pinterest or Facebook or YouTube or fucking Twitter or fucking Snapchat or. I don't know, whatever you're on, um, it'll just constantly beat you over the head with these themes to communicate things. Like I said, it's like Bumblebee. But at any time, they could take control of the AI and be very direct and almost real time. And, um, yeah. And there's also, I think it's, it should be noted, that um, many uh, NSA contractors are terrible fucking cunts. Well, especially the ones who are paid to do, not NSA contract, I'm sorry, DHS. But um, NSA and DHS, they work together. They work together with CISA, believe it or not. It's just like a gangbang. Anyways, the people who manage you, probably going to be cunts. Think about it. Think about it. What your job is. So you have to terrorize and harass people on behalf of the U.S. government so they know not to fuck with them. Those are the people that you're, you're recruiting to do your job, like... Those are the kind of people you're going to be interacting with. So. Anyways. They're sociopathic. Um, They. If they go too far. They will double down. And maybe the US government says. Hey don't kill that person. But if they've gone too far. And etc. Like they are just going to fucking. Do you in. If they went too far. And they have to cover things up. You know no witness no crime. There's just like lots of toxic shit happening. It's not very well regulated. Uh, it's very off. It's very leash off. 
these fucking paid dogs for the U.S. government. Um, and yeah, but I want you to know how the system works. Overall, the structure for how it most likely work, how it most likely works on their end, because these a lot of these motherfuckers, they're not fucking brain scientists, etc. A lot of these guys get recruited right out of the fucking military. They have low level clearance. Um, these contractors, you know, what I'm saying need people with clearance, but at the same time, they don't want people that have a high qualification background. So they get a lot of fucking doofuses. They teach them how to essentially use a system. Like I said, it's, I can, I imagine it's very dumbed down, like almost like a, like an AI prompt. Um, so, you know I'm saying? Any retard could do it essentially, you know, especially if you're just babysitting, you're not part of the people doing enhanced torture, which requires, you know, more understanding about behavioral psychology, etc. So just the, 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 the minions and the grunts. Um, but that essentially is how it, it works and et cetera, and how it's harnessed another, another, um, what do you call it? Dis- disciplines like undercovers also use the same system, but they're trained on how it works and how it's going to be communicated and how they, and, and how they will be talked to personally. Cause like I said, it's literally different for everybody. So you, if you even manage to, uh, figure out what was happening with one person, you wouldn't figure out what's happening with the other ones. It takes it would take quite a long time to learn someone else's language and patterns, and they're essentially their decoder ring that they have in their brain, because it's not communicated through language. It's you know theme based, and if it is communicated through language, it's, it's hyper you know encrypted through different means and different methods, and everyone has, is different. So like, if you wanna if you want a um, if you want a template, like people who train sheepdogs, believe it or not, they can have three sheepdogs in the field, but and then they can whistle in different ways to talk directly to each one of the dogs. So it's not just a whistle, you know. And so if you whistle out a command, all three of them will do it. No, each there are different dogs that are taught different things, so you can literally whistle different combinations, and a particular dog will do that far out in the field, away from the the herders, etc. It's kind of like that. So like everyone's shit is different. And so that's how they keep it secure and how it'll be just so incredibly difficult for you to fucking figure out everyone's shit. So even if you cracked one person, you that's just one person. And I imagine there's probably like some sort of computer that like scrambles everyone's code and it says, okay, teach this person this template for community and teach this person this, you know what I'm saying? So they keep it random. Anyways, but that's how it's ultimately how it works. It's if you're not employed of the government, you know, what have you, and you're just in this program because of it's a government abuse, it's mostly going to be used to harass you, terrorize you. Um, they'll try to communicate you to do things. Like I said, they try to have me like be a mule for data at one time. They try to, you know what I'm saying, try to make use of me since I was basically captive of these, um, security contractors. So, you know what I'm saying? And like I said, they think you're their dog. That's literally how they talk to you. And they even call you a dog. Um, that's how they think of you. It's very sociopathic. And, uh, so you understand how it works. Anyways, hope that information was useful. Hope you better understand. There's going to be, there's no, 
you know what I'm saying? There's no big, huge leak or what have you about this, but I want you to understand how this system works. I'm letting you know from somebody who has to deal with it on a regular basis, how it works, what the U.S. government is doing behind closed doors, how they're implementing it, how they're using it, how it's happening in large scale. Um, I imagine that 70,000, what's it called, secret army the Pentagon has, that signature reduction, I imagine that they use that framework on all of those guys. Um, and other people in the field, I imagine every service uses it. Every intelligence service probably uses it for uh, collusive operations. And just understand this AI shit that you see coming out now has been out for about 10 years. They just, just like with the internet, they're going to find out all the ways they're going to first test it. It's like getting your license before they let you, before they let it out to the public. So They've perfected lots of these ways, et cetera. And now it's just following what they call um, product lifespan. If you don't know anything about product marketing, there's like lifespan and how you introduce people to different concepts and how you move and how you progress your product line, et cetera. Like, you know, think about Mr. Beast. He starts off with chocolates and then he progresses on to other snack foods. And then once he gains your respect, etc. For, by the way, Mr. Beast, if you have kids, have them watch Mr. Beast. The dude is like in his 20s. He's a fucking multimillionaire and all he's going around restoring sight and building water wells and he's hugely philanthropic. Um, on top of that, like he's an entrepreneur and he's punching up on these large companies uh, like have your kids watch, watch that dude, put that in their mix, make sure, you know what I'm saying? Encourage them to watch. Cause like, it's gonna, it's, if it's going to fool these kids into thinking it's entertainment, but they're, what they're doing is they're templating what success looks like. It's punching up on big companies. It's being philanthropic, etc. Like there's nothing but good things that can happen. Anyways, can't sing that guy's presence enough, but even I'm just saying like there's ways to introduce something to the public and then progress through the stages to a end goal that you want to do um, like product life cycle, et cetera. And, 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 and scaling business. The same thing happens to things that the U S government has figured out all the exploits to how it can be weaponized, et cetera. And they work all that shit out and then they introduce it to the public through fake companies um, I mean, shit, bro. The number one, uh, I'm saying like almost all of the social media platforms were started with DARPA money. Like a lot of these companies, they seem like these public companies and they have these fake backstories and then they make movies about it to, you know, I'm saying solidify this fake story in your head. You're like, no, this is how it works. I'm like, no, 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 no. It was all DARPA money. It was DARPA money. They have meetings. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm saying if, if they're dragging out these guys, like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's a fake, it's a narrative. It's a narrative because the human brain is built for stories. So that's how they do this. But all this stuff, all this AI shit that's been coming out and everyone acting like, Oh, this is new thing that just happened to the public. And it's like, no, the U S government has already taken this shit to most likely AI, AGI levels already, but the public, but, and they've already found out all the ways that we weaponized, etc. And what they're doing is the public has to now, now that they know, think about like cars. You can't just like someone made a car and then you're just like, oh, I don't know. I guess just allow everyone to drive fucking cars. Let's not put up roads or signs. Let's not have a infrastructure. Let's not have all much of rules for it. 
let's not make let's not make sure people aren't doing certain things with it, etc. Like, it's not happening in real time. They already modeled all this shit, and they're just allowing it to play out in the public because humans follow a, a natural ad- adaptation cycle. Think of like the first iPhone to the la- to this iPhone. If the i the very first iPhone came out, remember how the iPhone was introduced? First, it was a music player. First, they got us used to having a thing in our pocket, right? Then they made it smaller. Then they're like, oh, these things can get smaller. Oh, and then the iPod mini could, then the iPod could play music videos. Do you know what I'm saying? And then the iPod mini, um, then they, then they made it the iPod mini and the iPod mini can do fucking music videos and music, etc. And then they finally went to the iPhone. You know what I'm saying? It's like this progression. You can't, if Steve Jobs would have come out and shown you an i like an iPhone 15, you would have been like, oh, what do I do with this? It's got all these, it's got all this shit on it. Like they have to, they have to take you. It's like a, they have to take you. It's like a story. You're not going to know how to use the end product. So you have to first start off with the small thing. You know, what are you emotionally attached to, et cetera, and then progress the consumer through a story. Do you know what I'm saying? Even though they can probably do all those things, the consumer isn't ready for it. They've already figured out the shit with the the AI. And it's already when you when these motherfuckers come out like, oh, this is you know, version three, version four, version whatever of this, and like no, it just they what they do is they take the temperature of the of the of users, etc., and they go, okay, release this on them, release this on them. They already figured this shit out. Because I know, because since literally 2013 or so, I've been harassed by this um, very much AI-driven kind of ghost in the machine type harassment. Many, you know, I'm saying, literally almost 10 years before these AI these um, AI systems were introduced to the public, and these are the very these are the very consumer ends of it, not the weaponized versions of it. But anyways, I want to let you know how it works, how long it's worked this way, how it works. Like I said, it's like a, like a self-driving car. You can drive itself, but then you can just take the wheel whenever you want to get direct with it. Um, and just like with AI generations, you can kind of tell when that happens, at least on my end, since I've, I've personally used the system. It uses lots of things that you learned from our last film, the... Um, uh, what's it called? It's called surveillance capitalism. We go over and and twenty thirty vision corporate coup. Go back and watch that movie. You can check that movie out at meshnews.org. Um, we got a bunch of merch too. Oh my god, bro! I need your help to keep this website going. I had to put it down for a little bit, and I was just doing Mesh TV. I was trying to figure out how I could do an, a twenty four hour news channel with and not have central command, right? Because if you have central command, then you can control a narrative. And that's what we're trying to kill with the media. So I'm trying to understand how I was going to build, build it. I know it doesn't seem like, you know, it's, uh, it doesn't seem like it. there's a lot of thought into it, but like almost every day I'm tweaking it and changing it and, you know, looking at the analytics and who's watching and where people are coming from, what people respond to, how it's being presented. But at the same time, I want to make sure that I curate uh, the videos, because I don't want to mention politics, because p- 
policy matters, not politics. There's no such thing. We have a uniparty. It's useless. It's just more division. So I have to omit that kind of content from it. So there is some curation in that. Anything that doesn't have to do with politics or look at this guy, what he's doing, or this guy's side is stupid because of this. Because, you know, some the lots of people, a lot of the newsmakers and the mesh TV, um, some of them have opinions about people. But ultimately, if you studied this fucking machine, policy matters. Politics does not. So anyways, um, but yeah, check out our merch. We like, if I'm going to keep this going, I need to at least have it pay for itself because my income, because it's being controlled by uncle Sam, when I can, and can't have jobs, etc. Like it's all for guys. So I need, you know what I'm saying? Like once it goes over how much it costs, like GoDaddy and like the RSS services that I use to, to pipe in all those sub stacks that I do on the meshnews.org uh, website, meshnews.org, by the way, um, serve like server hosting. Um, I have a lot of AI shit that I pay for, you know, like ChatGPT and other video creation stuff that I'm building up this new version of Mesh News Project. Um, if I can just get those those costs covered, I'll be stoked. And then everything after that, I'll literally, um, I'm going to get real transparent with how much things cost to keep that shit floating. I'll literally post it on the website so you know how much it costs to run that. And just buy the merch. I'm trying to make some cool merch. Check out the merch. And once we once we cover our annual expenses selling merch, I'm gonna donate all this shit, all everything extra. Every, I do not want a penny from this because that's how things get fucked up. Is when they become financially um, incentivized. That's how this whole news game got fucked up. That's how we got lied to during the pandemic. Even though there was a Great Barrington Declaration, the TV was saying something totally different. Money fucks it up. So everything after the operational expenses, I'll put in my labor. Like I said, this is like church to me. Um, I will donate everything to the Freedom of the Press Foundation, but I need your help. My 70,000 listeners to the podcast, we've grown this shit from like literally a couple dozen people from Facebook groups to like 70,000 listeners now. Um, I need you to support. I have like a couple of cool shirts I've made. Uh, I've got one that's, uh, what's it called? Constitutional Anarchist, where I uh, did an illustration of Benjamin Franklin, but he's like a punk. He's got like a fucking mohawk, and his jacket is all studded out and spiked out, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And it's got like punk uh, theme typography. I've got a couple of cool quotes, um, uh, etc. Like, check out the merch. Um just to let you know that what you're buying, I'm going to do a checks and balances of all the operational costs. I will literally post it public. And then after we meet those goals, uh, I will donate, literally donate everything to Freedom of the Press Foundation, which I believe Edward Snowden runs. And we're just going to donate the money to there. So if the merch takes off and we can at least cover our co- operational costs um, cause like I said, this is like church to me. It's not, I, don't, I do not want this to make a cent or else the mission will be lost. It's all about the mission. It's only about the mission. 
um, then, you know, that's the only way I can keep this going. Because I can run this whole shit from a phone. I've, ta- I've learned to do this. I'm sorry I went on that little soapbox um, and yammered about that. But just so you know what's coming with that. Check out the merch. Check out Mesh News' um, 2030 Vision documentary series on meshnews.org. You can just scroll down the front page. Um, it, there's a whole section for the 2030 Vision movie. You can watch it in sections. But you can learn more about surveillance capitalism and how it applies to the thing that I've described to you. Um, what else was I going to say? Uh, yeah, check out the merch. Buy the merch so we can keep this boat floating. Everything after our operational cost is all going to go to Freedom of the Press Foundation. If anything, I'll probably split it between Freedom of the Press Foundation and WikiLeaks. And if they, you know what I'm saying? Um, most likely that's what I'll do. I'll, I'll split it between the two. Because I think they're both equally have like the same amount of weight on journalism. But I want to start getting this merch train running. I have a whole design background, etc. I'm trying to get those juices flowing. I want to make cool shit that you guys actually want to wear. But also you understand that the money's going to something. Uh, that, you know what I'm saying, you're funding zero profit independent news. That's not run by the State Department. That is not trying to generate narratives. Um, etc. It's the only way to essentially make news um, information again instead of propaganda. We have to fix what is broken. And if it's financially incentivized or have you, then it's going to get fucked up. But anyways, check that out. And I just want to explain that's how these systems work. Um, because there was some confusion and I got some comments. And I hope this message finds you. As oh, free Assange, free uh, bring Snowden home. Don't forget about these people. Go follow them on social media. Retweet Snowden, uh, retweet Snowden's tweets, man. Retweet Julian Assange, his follow his wife, Stella Assange. Gain awareness is the only way we are going to free this man is if we make awareness to it. Um, you know, saying pray for uh, uh, David McBride. And I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble. I want to thank you for listening as we pull back the curtain. Now, we are a zero-profit news project. Not a 5013C nonprofit, but a zero-profit passion project. We don't make money doing this at all. So we don't have sponsors, but we do endorse necessities and organizations that are worth your time and money. So, you know, whether you're a target of COINTELPRO or just one of the 55,000 plus listeners to the podcast, I recommend getting yourself a Faraday bag. That's F-A-R-A-D-A-Y. A Faraday bag or a Faraday sleeve for your mobile device. They make Faraday backpacks and phone sleeves and even sleeves to put your key fobs in so you can put your laptops and your tablets and all sorts of things in these bags in different sizes. And, you know, especially for the key fobs, because as key fobs become more and more smarter, you know, your car keys, um, who knows what kind of tracking tech can be used maliciously in your car key fobs. So they actually make those as well. Uh, There are many brands. I don't recommend, I don't, you know, recommend a particular brand. They all do the same thing. But there are brands out there called Mission Darkness, uh, Hadoofy, that's H-O-D-U-F-Y. Um, Silent Pocket is another brand name, just to name a few. They all work the same, but they have different stitching and features and price points. So whatever brand you choose, you need to get yourself one as the security state is continuing to violate the Constitution and your God-given American rights to privacy. 
It's not about if you have nothing to hide. It's about the principle that the Fourth Amendment is not conditional. Now, did you know the Department of Homeland Security can put you on a domestic terror watch list just for homeschooling your kids outside the brainwashing and dumbed down public school system? That's 100% a fact. Because of this, you know, I want to endorse the Ron Paul homeschool system. And you can find it at, find it at ronpaulhomeschool.com. It teaches your kids in domestic terror, such as critical thinking, comprehension, high standard education that surpasses the public school systems. And in levels above like third grade, I'm pretty sure the system is entirely video based and automated online. So it doesn't require mommy and daddy to be full time teachers. They can do this from a desk in their room on like an inexpensive Chromebook. Well, you can still grow like a home based business have a grandparent or childcare monitor, uh, monitor their day-to-day or whomever you see fit, and then allow them to have the important social stimulus at like an after-school program like the Boys and Girls Club, dance, sports, MMA, whatever. But overall, it's time for this country to raise thinkers and doers, not sheep and robots that reinforce the status quo, which is why I cannot enough recommend the Ron Paul homeschool system. Um, in addition to this... The Mesh News Project would like to recommend to families becoming a member of a mosque, a temple, or a Christian church. Even if you don't know what you believe or you don't believe anything at all, what public schools don't teach you is ethics. That's where church comes in. In many degree programs in higher education, there's often a course called ethics, but that's in higher education. You know, like business ethics, medical ethics, judicial ethics, etc., where school, where, where school teaches, public school just teaches education, not even that well, church fulfills the portion that's not covered in schools, and that is human ethics. So not only do churches provide ethics trainings for your kids, but it also gives them social interaction within the environment of high ethics. So even if you're not a believer, have that discussion with your kids, just like you did with Santa Claus, you know? This is, overall, it's just an imperative ingredient for raising good people. And when they turn 18, tell them they can do whatever they want. But until then, their ass belongs to Jesus. And finally, we would also like to endorse, you know, shit hits the fan skills like learning basic home and auto repair, uh, learning how to do food and water storage. You can learn all that stuff like on YouTube and learn 3D printing and, you know, 3D printing for parts, etc., or even for firearms. You have to understand, you know, the pandemic really opened our eyes to you know, the, the country could short, shut down in just the littlest of time. And you may not have access to many resources. Banks might be shut down. You know, who knows? But with 3D printing, you can go online to like places like the Gatalog. That's G-A-T, like GATS, Gatalog.com. And they, can te- they teach you everything about 3D printing your own firearms. And they're legal. It's legal. It's within the law. It's not illegal. They're not ghost guns. Um, It's legal within the law or they wouldn't be able to exist. Go to the catalog and other online resources. And, you know, also if things shut down, you might need to print things like parts, replacement parts, whatever. So 3D printing, absolutely. Um, Aside from basic like food and water storage skills and home and auto repair skills is an imperative. Um, It's just like insurance. You know what I'm saying? You pay insurance for your car and your home, etc. Just in case you need skills that are insurance. Now, Mesh News is a zero-profit production. 
And you can find out more about us at meshnews.org. And I recommend watching our annual documentary, 2030 Vision. You can find it at the front page of our website. That's meshnews, M-E-S-H-N-E-W-S dot org. Now, if you take anything away from this podcast, I want you to understand, like gospel, it's not red versus blue, brown versus white, LGBTQ versus breeders, or you versus your neighbors. It's always been and always will be the haves versus the have-nots. You are the only thing that's real. Narratives are the delusions. Fear, love, and time is the only currency. I'm Stephen Beckman, and I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble.